What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, it's Johnny King. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. And for me, why this is so important, this podcast, this message, uh, why I have been doing this podcast, why I've been writing a book, why I've been doing the work that I'm doing in supporting men is because I am <laughs> I'm as equally as passionate about helping men you know, kind of figure out life hacks so that they can be the best version of themselves and feel like they've lived a life that they can truly be proud of as I am of doing the same. Like, it, it, there's no better leverage and motivation for me to walk the talk than to be held accountable to you, the listener, to all my buddies uh, across the country, online, in Denver, like all of them, right? So as you hold me accountable, I hold you accountable. And uh, I think that's so important. But when I went and first saw my, uh, my, like the Tony Robbins uh, Unleash the Power Within in person, I had, you know, I'd heard his, some of his, like this will date me, but I, I actually think I listened to some of his tapes way back when like actual cassette tapes, maybe not, maybe it was CDs, <clears throat> doesn't matter, anyways, um, I was like, okay, this is cool, this resonated, but man, when I sat down at UPW, Unleash the Power Within for the first time in person, sat in the way, way back, I'd been given, you know, a ticket to see him live as a gift, and I didn't know what to expect, I was just excited to be there, uh, but a lot of things weren't working in life for me. And lo and behold, within those first couple of like hours, man, he had me and the rest of like the 5,000 people in that audience in tears because so many of us had been running patterns that were not serving us. And we were running <laughs> like unintentional, um, unconscious patterns from when we were younger that were really eating us up. And that's really probably what drew us to his work. And I was just blown away because I was like, here is a guy that has a fix on life. Like the dude knows how to hack the system, <laughs> like cheat the system, how to work through life without having to go through all of the pain and suffering. And he's giving you a shortcut. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? And so the the thing that i realized though is and i've said it before is that i really do feel like the price of admission to play this game of life is pain you don't have to suffer like suffering again is when you make it all about you and you you know you're just <laughs> completely fixated on 
how nothing is going right for you and the world is falling and, and but you put all the attention on yourself. But it's interesting that when when we do that, a lot of times we will continue to ultimately suffer until we hit a breaking point. So whether you go down that that, you know, rabbit hole of suffering or you just acknowledge the pain that you're going through and look for the lesson in it. Either way, I've noticed, at least in my life, that, that there's always a breakdown prior to a breakthrough. Now, <laughs> this past week couldn't have been uh, more clear of that happening for me than I've had uh, probably in the last, shit, decade. Probably when I've been doing like Tony Robbins stuff. So I was going through some 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 challenges just being totally open and honest and vulnerable in my relationship and uh, I was becoming more and more resentful and more and more angry and I was noticing the anger was coming up and yet I <laughs> I worked through a fair bit of of anger not towards her or our relationship just towards me and my sense my like my feeling of uh, disappointment in my life um just a lot of sadness and loneliness. I worked through a lot of, well, would I say I worked through it? I, I, I would say I let it out earlier this year, thanks to my coach, Christine Hasler, who gave me a bunch of really good, powerful tools um, to kind of release that, that pressure valve. Now, I didn't continue doing it, lo and behold. And so here I found myself the last several months, that anger, resentment, um, sadness, disappointment, frustration, all of that was building in me. And so I was feeling, you know, again, that those emotions, especially for, I, I'll just speak for myself as a man, and I see other buddies, a lot of other buddies who do the same thing. The amount of energy it takes for me to keep that in without exploding, it's exhausting. And so as a result, I, I'm constantly feeling overwhelmed in every other area of my life. Like I really, really have to be diligent in dialing in my day-to-day. -day. Otherwise, that exhaustion that just comes from merely keep, you know, suppressing my my emotions, especially the negative ones, um, really, you know, affects my work, affects my relationship, affects my physical health, my mental health, all the above, right? And so as we're having these these conversations, these discussions, these challenges in my relationship over the last couple of months, <clears throat> it was it was building in me. But again, instead of finding a healthy way of releasing that anger, I just I just kept it in. I shoved it down. I suppressed it. And uh when you do that, well I'll speak for myself. When I do that, the result is once I'm exhausted and emotionally just tapped out, I become apathetic. And when I become apathetic, I ultimately get to the point where I kind of just don't care about anything. I'm kind of like, whatever. Like, I'm just numb, right? Now, I, I've noticed there's a pattern <laughs> in my life of where I go into these numb states. And it's not even like I'm numbing through um, Netflix or I'm numbing through... Uh, something else. Usually it, it's just like I'm numbing by way of distraction, by distractions, 
like just being busy, focusing on work. And yet I'll have these horrible days where I really haven't done anything really productive because my brain, I'm like, I just don't have the energy to do the important stuff. And so I'm just going to pretend and just like, like I'm going to get stuff done and do all the things on the fringes, you know, that really don't like the fringes of the bullseye. Nothing that really is all that urgent or important. I'm just uh, deluding myself that I'm going to get something important done, right? Which of course all just feeds more into shame and disappointment myself. And it's kind of an endless cycle. So here I was having a conversation with my, my girlfriend and it was tense. It was very emotional. And uh, I have to give her amazing credit because she could have given up on me. She could have given up on herself. She could have given up on us. She could have walked away. She could have done, you know, she could have done a multitude of things other than staying in the fight continuing to love me, continuing to be vulnerable and, you know, ultimately without going into the details because <laughs> those are for she and I, um, we had a moment where I think we just put our guards down or we, we let our guards down. We, we, we kind of both put our egos aside because that's the thing. It's like as much as I have invested in personal growth and going to seminars and getting coaching like when 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 the squeeze gets put on you uh it's just very very hard very difficult although not impossible it's very challenging to think clearly and it's it's challenging to to keep your wits about you and so oftentimes i can do that but i'm still in my head like, I'm in my head, and I'm thinking, just stay, remain calm. Um, she may have said something that triggered me, but that's not her, her intention. She's not malicious. She's not attempting to purposely hurt me, you know. So I can, like, tell myself these things, but I'm still in my head, right? Well, then rewind the clock to last week, and we're having a moment where we both just break down. <laughs> And we actually were hugging each other and uh, and her tears <laughs> and my love of her caused me to, to really kind of connect with my heart. And I got out of my head and I got out of just this place of kind of going through the motions maybe or just like being numb analytically. And I dropped into like, man, I love this woman. And then up came the, not even the anger, just the sadness and the disappointment and the, but also like compassion and love and like, ch you know, cherishing and honoring, honoring this woman. And what came up in me was like all these emotions that, I knew were, knew were like inside me, but I hadn't tapped into them, to, at least to that degree, in a long time. And so I say all this because, man, that was like, <laughs> talk about a breakdown. We both broke down. We, we both had, we were just exhausted. We put everything we had into trying to, trying to get each other, right? And what I realized in that, and I, ta I was talking to him, I'm like, you know what we need? 
we keep saying like you don't get me you don't get well you don't get me there's like this a lot of this like well i'm hurting well i'm hurting you think you're hurting i'm hurting and all this like again ego and and even while we're going out i'm like this i know this is going nowhere this isn't helpful it finally occurred to me in that kind of breakthrough moment i was like you know what we need sweetheart like we need to stop trying to get each other and we need to just give more of what we're doing. We are literally giving each other our hearts and we're we're giving each other our love and our compassion and our grace. Like let's stop fucking doing this where we're like trying to get the other person to understand where we're coming from, to see our point, to understand, to be right. You know, and instead give love. And she was like, 100%. I was like, let's do this. Let's go all in. She was like, hell yes. So we got on that horse. She has a horse in, the, in, the, in her backyard. I'm making that up. She doesn't, have a, she doesn't have a horse. She's got a dog that could look like a polar bear um, if the, the lighting's right. But she, she doesn't have a horse. But we got on that metaphorical horse. And we're like, let's do this. You know? And we... And we rode off into the sunset and I don't really know what that means um but it just sounded good <laughs> so we we ultimately just uh said let's you know in a moment where I thought things were crashing down it ended up being one of the I think a kind of a game changer like something shifted in our relationship when we finally had a ma a massive uh, massive <laughs> a massive break down and as a result a breakthrough but what's interesting too is that i've done having done a lot of personal development you know you start to kind of know like you can anticipate what's coming <laughs> right and there's been plenty of times whether it be with mankind project um like i said tony robbins landmark mitt psi uh personal success institute MITT is Mastery and Transformation Training. That's in, out in Los Angeles. Like So I've done a lot of, uh, you know, a, a fair amount of programs. And yet when I've known they want me to tap into my heart, I don't know. I don't know what it is for you. But for me, like, uh, it's hard. It's like it's difficult to tap into that when you know you're, you're for me personally, like that pressure of knowing that they want me to go there. And I don't want to, I don't want to share that like with them. I don't want to open my heart up. It's, it's not, uh, it's possibly ugly. I don't know if people are going to, what they're going to think of me, if they're going to like, you know, again, these are all the things that go through my mind. I'm, I'm worried about being judged. I'm worried about being seen, uh, as a fraud in different ways. I'm worried that they'll lose respect for me. And it's funny that, Every single time, like, again, intellectually, I kind of know that's not the case. That's, that's, those are still my, like, fight-or-flight fears when I am needing to kind of drop into my heart. And yet there's always resistance there. And that's just part of, I think, maybe being a guy, maybe being raised where, you know, emotions emotions just got in the way to getting shit done, right? There's, there's just emotions going to slow you down if you're on the sports athletic field they're going to get in the way if you are attempting to do a business deal right um and so that was just taught in me to always kind of suppress it and get it out of the way because it, it doesn't it doesn't help with anything is what i thought 
right? But ironically enough, every single time that I have actually really truly let down my guard and not only let people in on knowing things about me that are intimate, but really to experience intimacy with me, there's always been breakthroughs. So <clears throat> I guess that's the point of this podcast is, is I, as a challenge, I challenge you <laughs> to, to put yourself in a situation where you really need to be vulnerable because that's the, that's the toughest thing. Whether it's to say I'm sorry, <clears throat> to acknowledge uh, someone maybe that has done you wrong, but you also did them wrong, but you're making them out to be the victim, <laughs> or the <clears throat> not the victim, the uh, the villain, you know, and you're the victim. I will tell you that. Uh <clears throat> excuse me, tickle my throat. I will tell you that there's been there's been several opportunities in all of these different courses I've done where they have challenged us as attendees. They've challenged me to pick up the phone, like during a break, and to go confront someone that you have energy about, that you feel like there's a relationship that has been unresolved. And I've made some of the most uncomfortable calls. Um, and every single time that I thought it was going to go, it was going to go south, it ended up going really, really well. And I had an opportunity with uh, of that even today, actually, with uh, with of my with one of my siblings, and I called them and uh, you know had a real frank conversation, and it worked out great. And the more I do that, especially with some of these siblings, the stronger our relationship actually gets. The greater the the, the respect grows, and the easier it gets for me to. Like I, I used to just, I'd avoid all those. I would, I would hate those type of confrontations. I wouldn't know what to say. I'd want to like have it all. I would literally have like notes and have these things written out. And the more I've just kind of surrendered to the process of just letting go and letting my heart speak and trusting that when the time comes, the right things will come to mind, the easier it's become. So that's why I want to challenge you to step into one of those situations, whether it be with a significant other or a parent or a ex or a sibling or a child or who you know a boss, whoever it is i am i I would be surprised if you don't have someone in your life that you could benefit from having a a very difficult but loving conversation with and as much as I often call someone with the energy of like, I'm so pissed off. I want to tell, give them a piece of my mind. I catch myself and I first think instead of like showing up and throwing up my emotions, instead, slow down, take a breath, ask a question, start asking questions. Like, what did you mean by this? You know, maybe like, maybe, you know, challenge yourself to, to be more curious than accusatory. Write that shit down. <laughs> Anyways, as always, I appreciate you listening. Feel free to, to tell another brother about the podcast if you find it of value or share it with them. All that stuff means uh, so much to me. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening. 
we will catch you on the next one. All right? Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.